ladies that have been here. What's up, people? It's your boy, Pastor TC. How y'all doing? Good to see y'all. I'm going to have to over-project because my mic is being so extra today. But I am glad to be here with you guys on another Sunday. Here streaming. Good time being myself. And of course, I got the fellas here. Loved our neighbor podcast. We have a good episode for y'all. So let's just go ahead and get this thing started. Apostle, how's your day going? What's going on with you, man? How was the week? Woo! Uh, I don't know. It was a pretty busy week. Pretty interesting. Uh, a lot of good stuff going on. Uh, family in town. Um, actually reached out to some uh, some podcast guests. Nice. I got a hit back from another one of you know my uh, my favorites. In the podcasting world, mm. Mr. Vocab Malone, mm, mm. the street apologist, okay. be taking on the Hebrew Israelites on every block across the country. Yeah, man. A, man and I so I, I can't, I can't wait to to do that interview. Um, and it's all because all because of my good friend Chalmer Williams. He said, "Man, take a shot. Go after the big fish. See if you can get them on there. The worst they can say is no." And it's like, all right. I'm going to start doing it. And so every now and then I'll go after, you know, uh, somebody, you know, major for a particular, uh, particular subject. Mm-hmm. And uh, vocab is one of them. Listeners ask for, you know, a podcast on the whitewashing of wow. Christianity. Mm-hmm. And that really does tie into the Hebrew Israelites because that's where they emerge from mm-hmm. is this belief that Christianity is the white man's religion. And so Hebrew Israelism comes up to try to bridge that gap and draw people away from historical biblical Christianity. And so I'm excited to talk to Vocab. Um, Go check him out. His YouTube channel, The Street Apologist, Vocab Malone, that dude, he sends a packet. When Mm. he shows up on their corners, Mm. they start packing their stuff up. (laughs) They get a call. Next thing you know, we got to go. We can't talk to him. <laughs> it's it's deep. So that's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to that, man. And um, just looking forward to a, a lot of new projects that are coming up. And so, man, uh, just, you know, staying productive. That's I guess that'll be my word. Productive. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Willie, what's up, man? How's your day going? Yeah, it's going pretty good, week. man. Uh, yeah, it was a <laughs> it's been an eventful week. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but all in all, you know, it's been a blessing, you know, I can mm-hmm. honestly say. And um, this new project I just work on, just did it today, just finished it up. So I'm really excited about these tracks that are laying out, talking about being totally committed. Yeah. Mm. You know, and. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm really excited about this project is about, you know, first starting off with trusting in the Lord and doing good. Feeding on his faithfulness and dwelling mm. in the land. Delighting yourself also in the Lord. Come on, Psalm 37. the desires of your heart. Yeah. You know, so, like, I got a chance to really break down, like, there's three sections, right? Is first being totally committed to God. And then the second part from that flows into being totally committed to the church. Mm. And then from that flows into being totally committed to the lost. So, like, it all, it, it all okay. cohesively, like, <laughs> okay. flows in. And I'm just like, man, like, this song is not just, like, a dope song with a dope beat. It's like the message is, like, literally cohesive 
not only from the inside out to reach out to anybody and everybody. So it's it's just I'm really excited about these projects, guys. Laying on my heart, I'm at a, a token coin. It says stop releasing songs and start releasing psalms. Mm. So I'm just like, man, psalms, yeah. hymns, and spiritual, spiritual songs. songs. Yeah, Ooh. man. So. Come on. I'm really excited about all these projects, guys, placing on my heart and collaborating with other brothers and sisters yeah. and everything. So that way we could all cohesively come together and fulfill the mission. Not there's no competition and there's no schisms, but we're all working towards a common goal. So, mm. yeah, I'm really excited. So I'm about to get um, other things jumped off back on Monday with, you know, uh, uh, Alicia and other people. So, you know, moving forward. So... Um, one word would be is hopeful. Mm. Yeah. It's mm. good. It's hopeful. Good. I like that. Okay, okay. Well, um, I guess it's my turn. My week <laughs> was very... <laughs> my turn. My turn. <laughs> so, my, my week was very, 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 very productive. Um, it was my wife's birthday this um, yesterday. Woo-hoo. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Miss TC yeah. Getting, getting younger and prettier, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, okay. I really mean that, you know, but there was a lot of planning. There was a lot of uh, getting things ready on top of preaching this Sunday. So, I've had very, I would say, we had to be really balanced. Mm-hmm. And um, there was areas that were challenging. There was areas that were very rewarding. I can honestly say I... I'm working on spending time with God, and mm. I got some time with God, and I was like, yo, I forgot how this felt, almost. <laughs> you know? Because yeah, there's, there's a difference between you preparing for sermons right. and actually spending time with God. Mm-hmm. I'm very good at preparing sermons. Well, we're getting there. God, which I actually need to get better. Like, cause I, I have this thing where I'm very structural. I'm working on structure. But it's what I'm saying is the principle of getting yourself in the place to do that, that's easy because it's like almost... I want to say it's like a, a work thing, a job thing, but it's like I know people need it, right? Versus your individual time mm. uh, with the Lord sometimes gets pushed back because you're just doing. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I forgot how that felt like. Oh, man. You know, I'm, I'm not just a, a worker in this. Me and God actually have a relationship. Mm, man. You know, and it feels good just to mm. sit with him. You know, and just hear what his perspective on things are and, you know, what he wants to do and um, him loving on me. Like, you know, hey, proud of you on this. You know, hey, it's going to be okay. I forgot what those moments felt like. And so I was challenged by that because we had men's group. And I'm going to tell you all the juicy things for our men's group. But I will tell you that was something I did take away that was very powerful for me was like, well, how, what am I hearing from God from the Bible? And how much time I'm spending from God? I was like, well, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> so I'm not too confident on these questions. And so working on that, kind of, you know, was like, man, it feels good, you know, just to just to chill with God, you know, just to to have this time with Him. So that's my that was my week. Had a great dinner with the wife. Uh, well, <laughs> it was a great dinner because she was there. But this restaurant, I I don't know. <laughs> About this restaurant, though, I, I, it was a buffet, and we was oh, like, man. we both was like, you know what? We just gonna take it, 
We're going to take the L. But this, this is... <laughs> take the L. Because we were looking for seafood. The first place we were going to Jesus. was first come, first serve. Ju- juicy seafood. Hey. And yeah. unfortunately, they were talking about hour and 30 minutes. We have a full oh, party. And I don't think no one's trying to wait hour and 30 minutes to eat. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. So we was like, you know, let's see what's by us. And it was this buffet place. They had seafood. I was like, oh, I think we're, we're okay. And then we get in there. And you ever eat something? I know I'm being so extra. But you ever eat something? You're like... Yo, this is good, but the more, like, you sit there and you assess what's going on, you're like, wait a minute, I don't think this was very good. I think I was just very, very hungry. And that reality usually sits in when the bill comes. You're like, wait a minute. Ooh. <laughs> like, like, wait that's a minute. bad. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That's how I feel. It's like I, I don't think this was this worth what... that. Right. It's a whole. In short, had a great day. It was an amazing day. Um. She said she had a great day. That's all that matters. It was a really jam-packed day, and today was awesome. Um, really powerful service. Good to see the youth moving and um, yeah. doing the word and, and you know reading scripture and being involved. And it was just good word. It was good to preach a word that I felt like I spent time with God with. Mm. You know, <laughs> so and then mm. top it off, my buddies in town, and I'm about to go out stay next week, like I told you guys. And so. I'm super pumped about that. So it, it was cool just to have all that within this week. So Nice. All right, guys. So um, you know us. We just flow. So we just, we flow. <laughs> we, we could talk about the church. I had some points today. And mm. one of the things that I was messed up was this word steadfast. I'm still chewing on this steadfast mm. thing. Because, man, this word steadfast is that pretty much it means to go forward. In spite of any complications, Ooh, in spite yeah. of any problems, no matter what the circumstance is, it's this attitude of pressing forward and continuing. And mm. they were steadfast in the apostles' doctrine. They were steadfast in prayer and fellowship. And I'm like, man, we so wimpy and, today. And breaking the and bread. breaking of bread. Thank you. And I was like, bro, we're like, we're yeah, so wimpy yeah. today, bro. And I, I wasn't trying to clown with my sermon, but it'd be like that. You know how it'd be. It'd be like, you know. You had the church, your tire go flat. Yeah, man, I'm going back home, man. <laughs> you're, like, you're, like, you're like, bro, you you ain't going to put the spare tire? Yeah, I'm going to put the spare tire, man. I'm just <laughs> head right back home to the house. But they, they don't let that stop them. They get a spare tire. Like, bro, put that bad boy on. They call someone, hey, bro, we're going to be a little bit late. Right. Mm. <laughs> and they like, hey, where you at? We might come and help you out. They just had this attitude of moving forward. They let nothing stop them for coming together. And I tie that in with them having all things in common. Because they it, they only had each other. Because they're called mm-hmm. out of this world. Right? So you call this world. This world is no longer your home. Mm-hmm. And so now they're stepping into being the church. And the only thing they really had was each other. So that's how they had all things in common. And so I was like, bro, this thing is too good. Like, I, you ever read Acts? And you think you know something about Acts? And then you really start studying? And you're like, man, I didn't know nothing. <laughs> I started reading this. I was like, bro... I got this whole book all messed up. And so it was just good to talk about that. So those were some of the points. Uh, I don't know if you guys want to jump in there. Cause I know you didn't study Acts back and forth. Willie, I don't know if you had anything you want to add. Or... Yes, I do. Actually, I all do. Right. <laughs> There's one word that stuck out to me that hit me as I was listening. It's the word perverse. Mm, perverse, yeah, word perverse generation. Because when we think about perverse, we always think of it like it's just, okay, well, you're cussing, you're smoking, you're drinking, you're quote-unquote shacking up or having sex, right? Right. But the part that hit me about perverse is that you're morally warped. You're morally jacked up. Like, there's absolutely 
nothing that you can do to right your wrongs, period, apart from Christ. Mm. Mm. You know, so I and there's one thing that you did say. And all of it was fire, by the way. But there's one part that you did say that really hit me was, what can we do? And there's actually a lesson we could learn from this Acts church. Right. That we can actually learn from them. Is that they were cut to their heart. Oh, man. And when they were cut to their heart, they felt that. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't matter. Well, maybe, you know, Peter (laughs) allowed him to feel that for a little bit. I wonder. You right, know, that's a, like, he, and you're just going through that. I'm like, wow, I never thought about it from that slowed down perspective of maybe, you know, he probably did let them feel that. And that kind of goes back to the men's group, which, again, I ain't going to say a lot. But there's right. one thing that did say was <laughs> you need to feel that. Yeah. Yeah. Like you do need to feel that. Like, wow, I really was an enemy of Jesus. Mm. Like mm. apart from being in him. I am in direct opposition with what his will is when I just want to go after what I want. Yeah. So it's just like, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much more, but yeah, yeah so much yeah. more. I, I, I just, I just think the 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 reckless abandonment. Yeah. Of oh, the world, that they just like left the world. You know, they didn't like go to heaven right then and there, mm. but they really did come apart away from the world and begin to cling to Christ and cling to each other mm. and you know serve the cause of mm. Christ yes. you know and you know again that word perverse that there's a part of that word in the in the when you look at the definition it's about being unregenerated mm. oh my God. that it's about not uh, being led by the Holy Spirit. That mm. you're totally separate. And so when he says perverse, he's also giving the idea that they don't have the Holy Spirit, so they can't know and understand man. what oh, is man. right. And that's what makes them untoward. You know, they're mm. away from or pulling away from God instead of running towards God. Mm. You know, repentance is what? Change a of heart. A change of heart, which change of is mind. a change of mind, change of which mind. is a change of behavior. Man. But it's also a change of direction where you turn from the world to Christ. And so when he says perverse, that untoward generation, Mm-mm. what are they untoward? They're, they're not towards Christ. Mm-mm. And so they need repentance because they need to be turned towards Christ. Christ. And so uh, Peter, in this word, this this very strategic word that he chose, it's like, wow, Meta. he's he's really pinpointing the fact that they are turned away from God and they think that they were doing the will of God. Mm. You know, and that's what Jesus said. He said, they're going to kill you and throw you in prison and they're going to say that they're doing the will of God. Wow. And so he's, he's, he's speaking to this untoward or perverse generation, and he's saying, be saved from them. Be saved from this, mm. you know. And, and those that would hear him, they received it, and 3,000 souls were added to the church. Now, even that, and I don't want to re-preach his message, but... <laughs> no, you, you in there. Added to the church. I don't think of... I don't think that people view themselves as being added to the church. Wow. They view mm. themselves as now I have a relationship with God. 
totally different things. Mm. And they separate them as wow. if they are mutually exclusive. Mm. But if mm. you have a relationship, a right relationship with God, now you've been added to the his church. family, which ah. is the church. Okay, there you go. Wow. So they go hand in hand. Hand in hand. We've separated them somehow in the 21st century. Yeah, that, that was that was one thing I saw. Like everything we do wow. is so separate. Wow. Like fellowshipping for them, learning teachers' doctrine was a way of life. It wasn't. Right. Well, it's Sunday. It's time for me to do this. Right. It's time right. for me to put this on. Right. It was like, nah. This is who I am, and this is my new. This is my life. And they had that realization, you know, right after they repented. It was like, it was like, dude, like, how, how do we, how do we, how do we uh, embody that? It's like, why did they understand that so clearly and we don't? <laughs> well, one of the reasons I said today, <laughs> you know, going back to being perverse mm. in the world itself, we don't need the world's that bad. Right. We right. we we like the world. Oh, we yeah, love it. we, we, love, we it. love the lust of the flesh, the pride of life. Um, I'm missing one. Lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, lust of the eye. We we like looking at what we like looking at. We like getting what we like getting, and we like desiring what we like desiring. And they knew this world was crooked, perverse, lacking God. That, <laughs> so that that lacking God is the part mm. that also smacked me because you shared a little bit. You didn't share a whole because at the same time when he was preparing his stuff, uh-huh. I was writing my bars. You know, what I mean, we're talking and it was <laughs> like, what, what the heck? I'm I'm in a totally different spot. He's in the New Testament. I'm in the Old, but we're able to still exchange. Yeah, it is just beautiful. But one part that smacked me and what I don't know what word it was, but lacking oil. Um, that's, that's perverse. perverse. That's perverse. That's perverse. Lacking the, so the Holy Spirit. The part that <laughs> smacked, oil, yes. Yeah, the part that smacked me, that lacking oil, like like parched wood being mm. burned. So immediately again, get to John the Baptist. He said, you need to bear forth fruits worthy of repentance. Of repentance. Don't yeah. think you're safe because you say you Abraham's seed. You know, matter of fact, you keep going down this route, you're going to be tossed in there and burned, withered. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Man. Like, bro. whoa, how, wow. Bro's having no chill. <laughs> like, like there, there's no, there's no connecting with God without repentance. Yeah. That's, that's so just, I, I, I think. the Holy Spirit. Right. Because without the Holy Spirit, you, you can't. And so I, I, as I meditate and I ponder on the dilemma of bringing people into the church. Mm-hmm. What I what I've had to do is go back and look at what has caused the issue, right? There's been a lot of uh, abuse and um, misappropriation mm. and just a, a lot of things that have corrupted these concepts, so that when we think of them. And I, and I think about, you know, I watch a lot of movies that have history in it. And, and there's like this, stay, this saying back in the days, the medieval times, that uh, to go against the church is to go against God. Right? Hmm. That's what the Catholic Church would tell people. To go against the church is to go against God. Now, here's the crazy thing about it. 
in some ways that they, they were right, absolutely, but not in the way that they were using it. Right, because it was mm-hmm. more dogma. Right, it wasn't yeah. actually yeah. the church in the sense of the biblical understanding of the ecclesia, the called out ones mm-hmm. that have been called unto God, mm-hmm. then to go back out and reach the world. They were talking about loyalty to this political uh, uh, entity mm-hmm. that was created, you know, out of trying to uh, be al- aligned with Rome and all. And so this this idea of the church wasn't the actual church. It was their version of the church. And to go against their version of the church is not going against God. But to go against God's church is going against God. Mm-hmm. And how do you separate that when you have people who weren't able to read the Bible back then? So what you're saying is, to slow that down so I can understand, it started in those times which caused the division of God's church versus an entity that uh, some kind of organization. Right. (laughs) That was only going out for their own motivation. Right. So it started there? Is that where it started? I believe it started right there. You know, from the, that particular, and I think they they consider the mid medieval times somewhere around six hundred uh, 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 A.C.E. or C.E. Uh, to about fifteen, fourteen, fifteen hundred. It's this time period of about a thousand years a where it just things were dominated by the Catholic Church and dominated by just ignorance. People didn't know because then comes the age of enlightenment. Hmm. which pops off after that time where now people are educated, they're building schools and colleges, and now new philosophies are coming. And it's like, oh, we don't believe that old stuff anymore. You guys believe that the world was flat. We now science shows that it's round and all this kind of stuff. And so you had this time period where there was a lot of ignorance. Hmm. And so people didn't know what they didn't know. Whoa. Yeah, I'm sorry. Because that kind of slapped... (laughs) <laughs> was that the same time around? Because it was a thousand years. Yeah, it was a long. That's period. a long time. So I was also thinking, maybe correct me if I'm wrong. Was that the same era where there's the Crusades? The Crusades, the 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 witch hunts. <laughs> you know, they were you know uh, King James. <laughs> you know, he he was. As a matter of fact, there's there's books on King James where he was like this. They made him out to be this super exorcist. That King James was like this super powered. He was casting out demons and getting rid of witches and all kinds of stuff. It, it yeah. Whoa. It, it, you know, do your research, dig up your oh, history, yeah. you know, and, and just check it out because mm-hmm. you start finding out that there are things that are subconsciously, subliminally uh, woven into our belief system mm-hmm. that we have to go back to the, the Bible like Martin Luther did and read it ourselves. And break this thing open, dig into the Hebrew and the Greek and the Aramaic and find out what these words mean and understand it and rethink it and wrestle with it. Mm. Because if we just accept traditions, sometimes we don't really know where that tradition came from. And it may not have come out of study of the Bible. It may have come out of people's human experience. Mm. I understand exactly what you're saying. And so the church is really at the center of a lot of those battles and discussions. Is that what does it mean to be a follower of Christ? And how does that connect to the church? Because in our era, people are disconnecting that from the church. Hmm. Wow. 
Yeah. yeah. Wow. I think the scandalous part, too, is that they incorporate what happened with the, the Catholic Church to be synonymous with what the church actually is, too. Yeah, yeah. That's very Especially true. because some of those practices have bled into even other denominations. Yeah, because I have a friend That's very true. who was an atheist. You know, well, it's when I was working at the school of Cherry Creek, and it was a really, um, it was really, it was really a crucial time in my in my life, and I really enjoy working at the schools because they'll have these kid talk with kids about the Bible. Sometimes, you know, sometimes they'll come and you know want to ask questions. They knew I was going to church, but I had a coworker who really respected me but could not get behind um, being a Christian. Like he cannot reconcile that um you know this god is so loving sorry about that guys we're trying to get some music while we're vibing <laughs> um because of the crusades he's like that is why he's atheist because how could a god cause something like this to happen and i'm just you know, i did some research on it and i was like well this wasn't a church thing this was obviously men trying to be dogmatic, trying to be controlling, but this is not actually what God's church looked like. But because the word church is associated to what they were doing, right. he just couldn't get past it. Right. And it was really hard for me because I was, it was really sad because we were making headway, we were really talking, and mm. um, we really, he would ask me questions about God, and it's just like he, he couldn't get past that. It was just like he refused to uh, get past that. Man. Have little issues with my um, computer <laughs> as I'm talking, so this is like, man, okay, guess we'll just uh, we'll just leave that be. And well, so, mm -hmm. yeah, because like when you look at the Book of Acts, the term church, um, from my research, is used 74 times. I keep cutting in and out. Oh my god, <laughs> sorry, Wild. Um, here, I'll make sure we project a little bit longer. We're having. Typical stream, little technical difficulties. Our, for some reason, my mic is going out. My computer just crashed. <laughs> mm. Um, mm. And so, yeah, sorry about that. How you doing, by the way? Hopefully, I'm coming in clearly. I think I'm having a little bit of a system issue, but hey, it's cool. Um, so, what we're going to do, we're going to project. But I was talking about how my friend's going to get past the church crusades and getting him to see mm -hmm. that the church that I was doing, the church crusade, was really not the church. It was more dogmatic and man-made to have an agenda versus God's church. We find an act that was established, even before that, if you want to be real honest, um, is a total different church. That is the real church. Right. But people associate church kind of with people and wrongdoing. And we're, we're kind of talking, working through that, talking through it. And like, like well, how do we get people to see what God says the church is. Mm. You know, so we're kind of coming there. And so he was about to go, and what we're going to try to do is project a little bit. And I'm going to lower his music because I was trying to get my mic to do it. <laughs> but yeah, I was I was just saying that, you know, with, you know, studying the book of Acts, studying the church, you know, the, the term church is used about 74 times throughout the book of Acts. Either church, churches, or assembly. And it is a major theme, you know, of the New Testament. You know, as a matter of fact, the people of God are referred to as the church more than anything else. Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> more than Christian, more than disciple, more than, 
they were called the way, the way. in the yeah. book of Acts. Yeah. Uh, more than believers, they were called the church. That was an identifying uh, 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 mark is that you are part of the church or the churches. And today, that's something that people are like trying to distance themselves from. Is that they don't want to be, uh, I don't go to an organized church. Yeah. Organized religion. Organized yeah. religion. It's a big one. You know, oh, well, you know, I believe in God, but, you know, I don't do the church. Yeah. And so, because most preaching is about um, meism anyway, they're able to adopt that. But when you just start preaching the Bible, and explaining what it says, mm -hmm. and then asking people to apply what it meant to today's world, mm. you almost make that a hard thing to do. But when you preach, okay, you're going through something, let me find the scriptures that will help you go through what you're going through, and preach you out of your slump and your depression mm. through this encouragement. People are saying, well, what's wrong with that? Well, that's not what the Bible's for. Mm. The Bible is to help us connect to God and understand and know what it is that he requires of us and how he's going to even help us to meet his requirements. You know something that occurred to me? <laughs> it occurred to me as I was listening to you is that even breaking down just what the scripture says, right? Oh, yeah. Not only that, and then getting to the place of, okay, let me challenge you to apply it to here and now after looking at what's going on then and there, that literally combats your own natural desires and your own natural affections too. Right. Because you're naturally just going to want to do what you want to do, but now you're having to, to recalibrate. You're going to have to, to unlearn, <laughs> mm -hmm. to, to, to just, man, be purified because now it's to a place where you're, Tappling towards unfamiliar territory and right. ground. So I think I think a big part to start off is acknowledging that you really do need help with this unfamiliar ground of not even knowing which step to go. That's why I think with the 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 uh, the church in Acts, like that was a great step for them to say, What shall we do? Right. Yep. Because, man, realistically, we would not know what to do. <laughs> right, because our reality versus theirs at the time are so hugely different. They, they, Like I said, you know, they knew they messed up. Right. Period. That's true. They, they wow. just knew they blew it. Because they, they, they were, it's like, it's like they're the two extremes almost. Mm. They were 100% convinced he wasn't the Messiah. Mm. Man. They they was like no give us Barabbas because this can't be a dude because our Messiah will come in on the uh, come in on the horse conquering Rome whatever the expectation was mm -hmm. they refused to see Jesus for who he was and then Pentecost happens mm -hmm. and they're like oh my God and then Peter gives them a whole history course of pointing to this moment that they just saw wow. and they're like oh my God we were wrong dead wrong about our salvation, about our hope. Because for them, the Messiah was everything. It was their, their hope, their, 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 their freedom from this world, and they killed him. Mm. Oh, my God. They, they killed him. And Man. that is a crisis. 
Imagine having something so heavy, and it should be that for us, but then I'll get to that in a second why we don't view it the same way. But they, they was like, oh, what do we do? We just killed our only hope. Our only way out. And he's we killed it. And he's gone. Wow. We buried him. He's, he's dead, right? And Peter. And that's why I was like, I wonder how Peter was. Because I, I, like, that's what Willie was talking about. I wonder if Peter's just like, I'm going to let y'all feel this for a second. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to let y'all actually panic. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he did that or not. Right, right. But it's, one that we do thing. know is Peter does say this. Repent, be baptized. And then he begins, begins to say, you know, once you're repenting baptized, you, you're forgiven for the remission of your sins. Yeah. Like, all this stuff is exciting for them because they blew it. <laughs> so I, I, I got I to I gotta back you up a little bit. Yeah, go ahead. What Peter, part of what Peter did was he made known that Jesus resurrected. Yeah. And so because he made known that Jesus resurrected, their issue that cut them to the heart is now the one who resurrected is now their enemy. Oh, snap. Right. Be- thank you. That was, that's big. Because that's if he wasn't who he said he was, it doesn't matter. But if he is. We killed God. And he resurrected. Now right. we're enemies of God. Whoa. That's the bro. Part. Sorry, y'all. We just had a revelation <laughs> right here. Okay, oh. right here in this place. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. So, so you got to go back. You, you got to go back. You guys are so buff. I need to get big. <laughs> What's up, Yoshi? <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, you... Let me slip that in there real quick. Oh my! <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. Back. I'm sorry. 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 No. It's... <laughs> yeah, you gotta. Yeah, you, rewind you, that. You gotta go back to right okay. before. The statement about them being cut to their heart. Yeah. And I'm just going back up to uh, Acts chapter 2 verse 29. Okay. And it says, men and brethren, let me speak freely to you of the patriarch David. That he is both dead and buried and, and his tomb is with us today. Therefore being a prophet and knowing that God has sworn with an oath to him that of the fruit of his body, according to the flesh, he would raise up the Christ to sit on his throne. He foreseeing this spoke concerning the resurrection of Christ, that his soul was not left in Hades, nor did his flesh see corruption. This Jesus God has raised up of which we are all witnesses. Therefore being exalted to the right hand of God, mm. having received from the father, the promise of the Holy spirit, he poured out this which you see and hear today. For David did not ascend into heaven, but he says, Lord, uh, Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. Oh, he said that to make the point clear that they're in direct opposition with God. Because he resurrected. That, that would he, do it. That's because he is that's who he said. That's why they were cut to the heart then. Yeah. Because I was thinking they're cut to the oh. heart because the realization of the history. But it wasn't just a history. It was, that was the final, if you would say a final nail in the coffin, their opposition of God. Right. And they realized it. And he's risen. Right. He didn't stay dead like David. <laughs> or, he, or, he, 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 he's risen. 
And so all of his enemies are going to have to pay. Pay. Oh, oh God. So it's not just that they crucified him. It's that now, no, he is who he says he is. He's on the throne, and if you don't repent, you will pay. So right. it's an actual fear. Oh. And, you know, they were like, what do we do, do to make peace <laughs> with this guy? Yo, I can imagine. Oh, snap. So they are in tears. They are oh, really man. shook. Man. Man. <laughs> oh, okay. He's that thing got way deeper. That got even. That's deeper. why I was like, wait a minute. We've got to back it up. So that you can really understand the position of the Christ, you know, that he is now made the authority over all and you went against him. So that goes back. Oh, oh, my God. So that goes back to the summoning. Well, yeah, because I I talked about summons today because I I couldn't resist myself. I had to go back to one of your sermons (laughs) and I was just like, okay, this is no longer an invitation. This is a summons. Where you go, where you voluntarily go to judge and say, "Hey, I'm going to receive um, the remission, huh?" Because I like that remission word. I'm gonna let you wipe this deck clean, or are you, you're gonna you're gonna answer to him, and, and there is no remission when you get to him. You know, shameless plug in my <laughs> in my book Ecclesia I'm working on, and we talked about this. Yeah. That's where you got yeah. summons. Is that this word to call? You know, kaleo or Ecclesiastes, which is what's in Ecclesia. It's how you get the word Ecclesia called out, right? Mm. It can be translated as a summons or an invitation. And I think it's both, but it's more a summons uh, because it is a legal writ from a magistrate Mm. demanding that you appear. And, okay, so oh, so, okay. so so I get that because I've been in the court system, right? <laughs> like you got you got some stuff on your on your your um what on your um your record on your record. Yeah, thank you. You got a whole bunch of stuff. You got priors <laughs> upon priors and priors. You do one more offense, you 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 gonna be locked up for the rest of your life forever, right? Right. But if you willingly go before the judge, and whether it be a confession or you just willingly show up willingly. And the judge is like, because you've done this, bam, forgiven. Forgiven. And this particular judge has the power to pardon you eternally. Eternally. Right. And what he's saying is come now mm-hmm. willingly and talk to me mm-hmm. and receive this through Jesus Christ mm-hmm. or face me on judgment day. Right. Because what? think about this and, and how God treats his enemies. Is probably the most oh, amazing man. thing ever man. because he gives his enemies a opportunity to not only make peace with him but to be a part of his family. Yes, no, nobody does that. And no oh, one, no one does that. Oh, that's cool. You know, but he's so cold at the same time. He's like, if you don't, I'm coming either or. And and that's why you know I talk about in my book about why I say more summons than invitation. Because an invitation, both are both need your free will, right? If I invite you to something, you still you have the right to say yes or no. But if you walk away, there's no consequence. But a summons, right? You can still say yes or no, 
But if you walk away, there is a consequence. So wouldn't it just be a summons and not an invitation then? Because either or, yeah, it's a choice. That's why I was like, man, I'm wrestling with this even thought of calling it an invitation, period. Well, you call it an invitation because God is stretching out his hand. Yeah. And asking you to receive this. But at the same time, in this ask, on the back side of this, but if you don't, what did, he, what did Jesus say? The day you hear my voice. Harden not your Do heart. not harden your heart. Yeah. Today. You know? And so he's, he's welcoming you in. And that's why I say it's both because there's a nuance to it that he really is welcoming you in to the benefits. You know? So it's not okay. just the legal writ. Right. That is abolishing, you know, your, 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 your record. But it's also inviting you to be a part of a family. So that's the invitation part is that you're not just coming before the judge, but this judge in that moment pardons your sins. Then he takes off his robe and he sits you down at his table. Okay. Okay. And he begins to feed you with the rest of his family. Wow. But no one does that. (laughs) No, who does that? Who does that? Nobody does that. And okay, now I can see why it's an invitation. Because I understand the summit part. The the invitation part, that's his desire. Yes. Right. There it is. That's his burning desire because he doesn't desire for anyone to perish. perish. So that's okay. And what did Jesus say? He said, and I will come in and I will sup with you. Oh, my. Right. And and so it's this 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 idea that 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 yes, because of his role as King of Kings and Lord of Lords, when I call you, you better come. Right? Because yeah. if you don't, there is a consequence. Mm. But within this call is also this invitation to be a part of my family. So there's a benefit to this, not just the pardoning of your sins, but you have a new life and a new family. And, and that's why we've been called out of the world. into. And he says we are his chosen generation, his royal priesthood, his holy nation, his own special people. And so th- th- it's both because of that nuance in there. So, uh, yeah. Because I've been wrestling with this for months. I'm like, is it a call or is it a summons? <laughs> yeah. yeah, now I can see why it's both. Because I, as I was listening, I'm like, I, I can see the summon. Because right. he's Lord. Because he's like, Lord. He's Lord. Right? He's Lord. There's no, there's no getting past that. He is who he is, even if you believe it or not. But I was like, invitation. Because I wasn't, I'm not trying to soften the blow. Right. But I'm not trying to like unintentionally like harden the blow for like no I want to I want to say for what it really is and it's both it's both yeah and wow. I'm, I'm glad that we're talking about that it is both because wow. I I have no problem with your invitation but right but I want to also express the importance of a summons yes and I think that's what the gospel mm-hmm. is okay. look it is God's heart towards you. He doesn't want to see you perish. He wants to take you in. Mm. Right. I mean, he wants mm. to treat you good. He wants to feed you. Mm. Make him well, make you one of his own. But yes, there is a consequence. a consequence. There is a falling of this world. There is a judgment for this world. And if you're not in this family, you will face that judgment. And it's like, you know, it's like, you know, I, I get how people are like, well, I just don't want to say that. But it, it's a, that's what it is, though. And, and again, that, you know, that right? goes against your own bias, right? Because right, it's right. like, you want to go to one extreme or the other. It's like, it can't be both. Now, now watch this. And now that, now that we've said that, mm-hmm. I want you to hear, you know, what the scripture says. And this is 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 through 12. And I have to read all of this. 
to encapsulate what we just said. Mm -hmm. And so he says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. That's that word called mm. right there. Wow. And so invitation and summons. Here's why. Verse 10. Who once were not a people, but are now the people of God. Mm. Who once had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Okay. You see this? Whoa. Beloved, I beg you, as sojourners and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lust, which wars against the soul. Having your conduct honorable among the Gentiles, that when they speak against you as an evildoer, they may by your good works, which they observe, glorify God in the day of visitation. Within these verses, you mm. have the call to be a part of this great family, but you also have the warning of a day of visitation. Of visitation. That there is going Whoa. to be the bill always comes due. Wow. That there will be a day that they're going to say, man, I'm glad I listened to you. Or why didn't we listen to them? Why is there so much revelation right now? Because <laughs> right. it's slapping me so hard why he used the parable of the talents now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now you in there. Because that, that's it. Because that, that's it. Oh, my gosh. Yo. He said, I'm going to come back and I'm going to give an account for what I've. Because uh, he came back. Because he came back. Came back. He said, "Okay, you did this. Cool. You tripled. You know, you doubled. Mm. You." Mm. And, and and what's interesting about the parable is that he hands this out freely. Yeah. <laughs> they, 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 he says, "Here, mm. I want you to have my stuff." Yeah. But guess what? I am gonna come back and check. Mm. And mm. so, even though I've invited you to be a part of this. I still have the right to reserved to pass judgment on what I think should have been done with it. Wow. And so th this idea of king and father is a unique idea because with king, there's the authority to give life or pass the judgment of death as a father there's the idea of covering and comforting and making you a part of the family. Mm. Mm. And so he's, he's, it's, it's both. It's both. This this desire, you know. He talks about, would, would a father be synonymous with a shepherd or is that as a king? I think a father <laughs> and a king should have shepherding characteristics. Okay. Because I think it bleeds over. Because uh, the, the, the king part of shepherding, right, is the protecting mm. and covering, you know, and if this person's out of line dealing with them, the fathering part is the caring for and mm. shearing and, uh, you know, feeding, feeding and, you oh, know, and so, uh, and so it's both. Wow. Shepherd is king and father. Wow. Man. Man, this is so good, man. <laughs> we, um, th th this is the moment where we're, we call being shook it, yeah, because we don't even know what to say at this point. We just like, wow.
I'm sorry, you're good. I, I just never, <laughs> I never I'm connected that deep. Right. You know, I'm still, I, I'm still stuck on the part where they were enemies of God. Right. And they killed him. And, and, and that right there, to me, is a huge revelation to understand that point. Because now, all of Paul's preaching yeah. makes sense now. When he says that you are once enemies of God. Yeah. And yeah. we see where the Jews were all, were enemies of God when they came against his Christ. Oh my God. When you kill the Messiah, you were an enemy of God because you were coming against his means of bringing his kingdom. And so you're coming directly up in opposition against the kingdom of God. And that's why he says, you know, somebody that's carnally minded is death. It's death. death. They can't even try to be subject to God. They don't want they, to. They don't want to. They don't even know that they're not. Mm. They're just like, we're doing what we're doing. And that's why when they realized it, they were cut to the heart. They were like, wait a minute. This is, uh, again, uh, my goodness. So, <laughs> man, wow. Paul, th- man, sheesh, I can't even say it. I could, but it's just I'm just shook it. Paul, his driving force for even what he did was realizing he was once an enemy. Yeah. yeah come on. He persecuted oh Jesus' church. He, per- he, he, he was an enemy, literally. He's like, oh, I know. And, and this goes back to what TC said earlier. And he said it in passing almost innocently. But if we don't think that loving the world is being an enemy to God, then we'll try to love the world and love God. And he said, you can't do it. He said, if the love of the world is in you, then the love of the Father can't be there because those are in opposition to each other. But if we say, well, no, this, that's not that bad, then we're going to find ourselves in opposition to God anytime we start going after the things of the world. So anytime yeah. we operate in the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life, we are not operating according to the Father. We are in opposition to him. That's why, watch this. Now, y'all, y'all got to be ready for this. The prodigal son, mm. when he desired to have his inheritance, oh what did he do? He put himself in opposition to his father. father. Whoa. Yeah, bro. Because he wanted what, what he, he wanted. wanted. And he didn't just... He didn't care. He didn't care. What he wanted took precedence over everything. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, and the pride pride of life. life. Mm. Demonstrated all there. Mm. And then you see God as the father. and the. There it is. Yeah. He let him come back. Yo. Now it makes more sense why Jesus said, oh... We heard it said before to love your neighbor, hate your enemy. But I say, love your enemy. Mm. And guess what he says? Luke chapter six. Um, let me read it so I get it right. Oh. Luke chapter six, verse thirty-six. This is one of my favorite verses in the whole Bible because when you ask somebody, "What does it mean to be like Christ? To be like God?" The answer is right here. I got to use thirty-five just to give you context. But love your enemies, do good, lend, hoping for nothing in return, and your reward will be great, 
and you will be sons of the Most High. For he is kind to the unthankful and the evil. Therefore be merciful, just as your father is also That merciful. hits differently. That hits super different. Because that, that's what he did. That's, that's, that's exactly what that's he did. That's not even what just he did. That's his character. That's, that's who his he character. is. That's who he is. That's and so that's who, who his church has to be. Has to be. There's no getting around that. Because, again, man, the oh, enemy, man. it all goes back full circle, my guy. Yo, yo, bro, y'all, we, <laughs> we, we can end it here, but I don't we, want it to end. We in, we, 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 yeah, because, <laughs> yo, man, yeah, we shook if this thing, the church, who we are, is so much more than the building, to the place yeah. that we attend to, man. which I was, I don't want to start that can of worms. Because it was in that today. They went from temple. They left the temple and went to house to house. And they did that every day. day. So, you know, for all my extremists. So they met up in the temple for prayer and teaching. And they went from house to house for fellowship and breaking bread. This thing called the church was a lifestyle. Mm. It wasn't a destination. Mm. Mm. I caught that. That's not. It's not a building. It's not a place you go. It's. It's who you are. It's who we are. Oh my god! And so we gather in the temple. We gather at homes. We gather here because that's what it is. If it's a warehouse, your house, a coffee shop, a movie theater, a parking lot, a park, we the church. There's this idea that when we come together, mm. we're coming together. To represent Christ. Right. And nothing's going to stop that. Right. They let nothing. Sorry, I'm sorry. Not poverty, not persecution, not problems. Uh, I see what you did there. (laughs) Steadfastness. They were steadfast. They let nothing stop them from doing that. Yo. Nothing. And I'm just like, I look, that's what I was looking at this word. I had to. I was at the table with you. I was just like, I can't believe it. But I'm going back to his project. I can't. To be fully committed. Totally committed. Totally committed. That's what that is. Bro. Is that nothing is going to stop me. And that's my name. (laughs) That's what it is. But that that, that made me really like, well, am I, am I? (laughs) Am I? Am I, TC? Am I I totally committed? Right. Because these dudes are on a whole... Another level, bro. I mean, I just... And I'm not trying to clown today's church because we're... We, you know, like I said, I choose my words carefully because you know, we're still the church. That's it, that's but it. they just... They were just so... They, they were just... I'm sorry. They were just so unbreakable. Wait a minute. <laughs> you, you know my favorite. My favorite. And I, I always have it highlighted because it just messes with me. But I got to give you all the context. Acts chapter 5, verses 40 through 42. Watch this. Hmm. And they agreed with him, and when they had called the apostles and beat them, they commanded that they should not speak in the name of Jesus, Mm. and they let them go. So they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name, and daily in the temple. What? There it goes. And in every house. (laughs) 
they did not cease teaching and preaching Jesus as the Christ. Somebody say steadfast. Somebody. Steadfast. Somebody say it. Steadfast, man. They get beat, they throw a party. Right. I can't wait to tell everybody what happened. What happened? Boy. They can't wait. They can't wait to tell everybody, look. Look, look, <laughs> look. <laughs> right. said, look. Today we glorified God. <laughs> I'm like, right. Look, look. It's like those movies. It's like those movies. Oh, yeah. I got this one. And numb. Right. Mm-hmm. Knife went right through me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the other person was like, oh, that ain't nothing. They blew my whole half of my arm off and they surgically repaired it. Proud. Right. <laughs> Loud and wow. Right. Oh, that ain't nothing. See these bullets. Yeah, and, and, and coining a modern day phrase, that's our, our way of saying, let's go. Right. right. Let's go. Let's go. I eat these. Mm. That's why I hear mm. why I read this. Flat tire, I eat these. And, uh, and, Financial uh, depression, uh, I eat that too. Depravity, I eat that. I eat that. As, oh as, a, as a matter of fact, oh as a matter of fact, to be honest, that kind of stuff didn't even get the meter going. They were like, hmm. That didn't even get the meter going. Yeah. Because they're, they're used to being dragged out of their house. They're used to the authorities showing up saying, y'all better cut this Jesus stuff out or we taking you out. The Romans. <laughs> well, let's go then. <laughs> like, they like run it. Because, because they already were living in poverty. They already didn't have much. Come on. They, they just had each other. And they didn't need much. They gave everything up. Acts chapter 4, they took and sold everything. No, Acts chapter 2. Two, they sold their possessions. They sold everything. Like, we're done with this world. We out. And so the things that get us in this world, Paul tells Timothy, he says, look, a soldier don't entangle himself in that stuff. Mm. But he looks to please the one who has listed, listed him. That is who different. chosen him to be a soldier. That, that looks that is different too now. Because even before that talks about suffering. What is this? Okay, what was it again? Because I'm shook. I, mean, I can't. <laughs> I don't even remember that. I just remember beast uh, uh, suffering. <laughs> Man, I, I'm shook. Usually, I'm you know me. I oh yeah, he says that. Second Timothy two, uh, two. Well, I just started one. Yeah, because you therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ, and the things which you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. You therefore endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. And also, if anyone competes in, in athletics, mm. he is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. Mm. Mm-hmm. And the hand and the hardworking farmer must first partake of the crops. Consider what I say, and may the Lord give you understanding in all these things. No, no, let me see. <laughs> he like, look, y'all better think about this. All right. And let the Lord give you understanding. Man. Paul. And he's telling Timothy this. Let the Lord give you understanding in all these things. Mm. In other words, 
he left it open for God to give Timothy a deeper revelation. revelation. That's his way of saying you meditate on that. Right. You, you draw closer God. to God. Right. You you dig into what that really fully means. And, and you know how I know that's exactly what he means here? Watch this. Oh, man. Oh. I love your word. Man. I, I love your word. Oh. That's how I know that's exactly what he means. Because we quote this scripture by itself, but we never quote it with the rest of the context. All you got to do is drop down to verse 15. He says, be diligent hmm. to present yourself approved unto God. A worker that does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Why does this connect? Because he's saying, you got to go into the word to understand what I'm telling, trying to tell you. Mm. You're going to have to dedicate yourself to studying. Mm. First of all, to get this revelation. And second of all, to deal with people who are going to be in opposition. Because verse 23, avoid foolish. And ignorant disputes, knowing that wow. they generate strife. A servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but mm. be gentle to all, able to teach, patient, and humility, correcting those who are in opposition. If God perhaps will grant them repentance so that they may know the truth and that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, Ouch. having been taken captive to do his Ouch. will. Ouch! You hear me a little bit, because people be coming at me. People were coming at me today. Ew. And I was like, hold on. Mm. I was all day in my head. I'll be real with y'all. I'm, I'm sick of these folks. Seriously. Mm. And reading that in that full context, Paul is telling Timothy and now me, man, take that as a good soldier. Right. You know? Mm. But don't understand what I'm saying. You need to spend some time with me, bro, in the word. Oh. And while you added the man of God, let's mm. not quarrel. Or, uh -uh. Don't let these people. You missing the point, right? I enlisted you, not them. Okay, so I... <laughs> so it's like, dude, I'm like, ouch, because it's like it's almost like God's like, why are you? Can I say it the way I say it? God's like, why it's are your you... stream? God... <laughs> your house. <laughs> why are you sweating them? Like what? Why are you so bothered? You know, like that ain't your focus, right? And so it's like, man, that kind of that kind of hit me a little bit. Wow. I, 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 a little little good chastisement right there from the Lord, <laughs> and I was, man, you said take it like a G, man. right? Right, ethos. Eat. Um, you know, they have siblings, but I used to watch our siblings in Iraq walk mm -hmm. over her house. You know, they used to, you know, they used to, like, you know, get the bodies and fight and things like that. And <laughs> he's like, he'll punch him, like, <clears throat> body shot. Yeah, take that. <laughs> nah, nah, the one is uh, uh, school days. Thank you, big brother. May I have another? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So, yes, yes, yes. That's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what like, I've seen. <laughs> oh, that's classic. classic. I may have another. <laughs> Yo, man, y'all make me want to go watch that. Yeah, me too. Right? Like, what is where that? can I find School, school days, days, man? It's a Spike Lee joint. Oh man, classic, classic, bro. Classic, classic. School days. Okay, School days. We got a movie to watch. That's man. one of the wokest movies you'll ever find. 
True. What was it, Samuel Jackson in that one too? Oh, they all in there. Samuel, Samuel Jackson, uh, uh, my man, uh, Fishburn, Larry Fishburn. Yeah. I mean, they all in there. there. Were some hitters on that. Yeah, yeah man, you use yeah. a classic, bro. Some hitters on that one. Yeah, classic, classic. Well, guys, Ooh. all man. all good things must come to an end. This dream has been walk for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and definitely slapping me up, beating me up in a very good way. So it's time to share the gospel. This week's person, I'm going to give it to Apostle Anthony because Willie did last week. And, you know, present them with the gospel, man. Like, tell the people this beautiful thing called the gospel. Uh, this is the most important decision you'll ever make in your life. There's nothing more important than making a decision to bow your knee to Jesus Christ as Lord, to believe that God raised him from the dead, mm. to join the cause of Christ, to be welcomed in to his eternal family um, and stave off the punishment and the power of sin. Um, as we've been talking about in the book of Acts, when Peter made known who Jesus was, those that were listening were cut to the heart when they realized that they were actually going against God, mm -hmm. going against the only one that could bring salvation to their life. And I know sometimes we think, well, this church thing and Christians are hypocrites and all this kind of stuff. But what you need to understand is that that's not what it's about. It's about you actually coming into right relationship with God through Jesus Christ. The Bible says that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and no man can come unto the Father except through him. Acts chapter four and verse 12 says that there is no other name under heaven by which man can be saved. Hmm. And, 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 and Philippians chapter two says, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess on the earth, under the earth, and in heaven, that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. And what that means is that you're either going to confess it now and begin to walk with him and be a part of his family, or you're going to confess it later on judgment day. Mm. Because if your name is not written down mm. in his list of those who he knows, and the only way he's going to know you is if you have confessed his son as Lord and believed in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. Without that, there is no hope. But with that, all hope has been made manifest to you. You have an eternal hope that can never, ever be taken away from you. Will you be perfect from day one? No. Mm -hmm. Will you be perfect on day 101? No. This is a journey. This is a process that you come to know Jesus and then you become a disciple and you learn and you walk with him and you walk with other believers who are not perfect themselves. That's why the Bible says that we should walk in forgiveness as we have been forgiven. Mm -hmm. And so this family that he's putting together is not a perfect family, but is a family with a purpose. Mm -hmm. And that purpose is to be as Jesus mm -hmm. was in this world, that we are to share what it is that he shared. And that is this life that is more abundantly. And so if you will pray with us today, 
um, we, we, we want you to know that God is not willing for not one individual to perish. Yes. That Jesus did not come into this world to condemn the world, but that through him, the world might be saved. And the only reason you would reject this is because you want to stay in darkness. Because the Bible says that men love their darkness. But those who love the light come to the light because they want their deeds to be in God. And so I, I believe Dang. that if yes, you're listening, yes, you Lord. want things to be illuminated by light. You don't mm. want to be in darkness anymore. And so we want to call you out of that darkness into the marvelous light. We want to call you out of mm. this individual fight for your own independence and bring you into being the family of God. And so let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you as humbly as we know how, asking First of all, for you to forgive us. Forgive us of all of our sins. Wash us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Lord, create in us a clean heart and renew in us a right spirit. Lord, we lay our lives down and we submit ourselves to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. We believe that you raised him from the dead and that through him, we have eternal salvation. Holy Spirit, come into our heart. Mm -hmm. Fill us. Mm -hmm. Guide us. Direct us. Lord, release your grace and your giftings into our lives. We thank you that we can say, because we believe and because we have confessed Christ as Lord, that we are now saved. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Man, well... Y'all, that's it. You know, we got to do shouts, of course. Um, I guess I'll go ahead and put it back on you, Apostle. Go ahead. Where, where can we find you, brother? Uh, definitely, you can find me at the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network dot WordPress dot com. All of my stuff is there. Books, videos, podcasts. Um, I even uh, am an affiliate with uh, Concrete Eden. So if you use my code, nice, you can get a major discount mm -hmm. on the most comfortable pair of shoes mm. you'll ever wear. <laughs> yeah. I guarantee it. And he customizes them and everything. As a matter of fact, Love Thy Neighbor is bringing out their own shoe through Concrete Eden coming nice. soon. Let's and so go. definitely reach out to me if you need prayer, if you need any Bible questions answered, Reach out to me. You can message me at anchor.fm slash anthony-wilson slash message. Anchor.fm slash anthony-wilson slash message. Or you can go and support our channel. We need all the support we can get. We do this full time. And so you can go to anchor.fm slash anthony-wilson slash support. And we thank you for your support. God bless you. Amen. Amen. My name is Willie G. Berry. And you can find all of my music, you can find my podcast, you can actually get to know uh, me personally and more info about me, you can find it on transparenttuesday.wordpress.com. Um, you go ahead into that website, and again, if you want to support, um, Transparent Tuesdays based on Psalm 51.6, Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts, in the hidden parts, you'll make me to know wisdom. Really excited about all the upcoming events, music, and got, got new transitions with the intros, and different collaborations with different brothers and sisters, so reach out to me. Um, if you feel free, if you want to support, um, you can reach out uh, Cash App 
um, dollar sign Willie G. Berry. Again, you can go on transparenttuesday.wordpress.com. Got a lot more updates and a lot more cool things on the way. Thank you very much for your time and God bless you all. Yeah, guys, you already know it's your boy Pastor TC. You know we lock and load here on Twitch. However, this week I will be going out of town. So I uh, have a stream plan for you guys tomorrow and actually on Tuesday. Hey, don't stream on Tuesdays usually, but we're going to go ahead and do it on Tuesday. Have a good time. Play some games here on Twitch. But you can also find me on Instagram at I am Pastor underscore TC. And, of course, you can find me um, everywhere else. You can find me on YouTube as Pastor TC Simply. And, yeah, that's pretty much where we're at. And we keep it locking away here. And One more thing real quick. Um, our Christians... And cussing uh, podcast yes. drops tomorrow. It's Ooh. a two week. Uh, we broke it up into two weeks, and so please go check that out on the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network. Um, just go to Anchor.fm or just go to um, the website, uh, the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network. Uh, WordPress.com. And then one last thing, I will be joining the t- the Twitch family. We're going to start a Twitch Bible study. Uh, coming up this week, where we'll be answering uh, questions from the Bible, and I will be doing specific studies just for our Twitch listeners. Um, and so uh, we'll be Welcome doing that. Twitch. Yeah, we'll be doing that <laughs> coming up this week. We're trying to settle in on a time um, and a date so that we can be consistent uh, with our streams. It'll just probably be about a 20, 30 minute stream where we just open up the Bible, read, study through. Hopefully, I can get interaction where people ask their questions, but we're going to go, go into deep subjects. I have tons and tons of incredible teachings that I want to share on with the Twitch family. So. Mm-hmm. Support, 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 guys. Yeah. Definitely got to get you locked in with my friend, Pastor Dustin, and um, Pastor Shout-Out Shores. Because, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's dope, bro. All right, y'all. We out. We had a good stream. Y'all been amazing. And we will catch you guys on the next stream and podcast. Peace.